Hello, everyone. Welcome to the goddamn podcast. It is Wednesday, uh, June 27th. So this is the podcast for Thursday, June 28th. It's going to be 30 minutes or maybe less because I got to look, I got to bang this one out, guys. I I just normally I, I start the podcast a little earlier in, in the evening. It is 830, 837 because the boy, the toddler the demon child would not go to bed. He was just like he's normally he's not a demon child. He's an angel. He's got the little like cherub look to him, you know, like those old Da Vinci fucking photos where the fat little the babies what are they the cupids? They all look like Cupid. That's what he looks like. You know, for real. But man oh man the rage he had today. Jesus Christ. Wouldn't take his bath. Now he stinks. Sleeping in his own filth. You know? He was really throwing a fit. Felt bad. like, Because they, they're tantrums. They are so friggin' like visceral. Like just, they're, he's so angry that you think something must be wrong with him. Do we, should we take him to the hospital? What's the problem? Like, but, but it's not. He's just, he's, he, he's not getting his way, and emotion has overwhelmed him, like the Incredible Hulk. He just, he can't calm down. He's just, ah, baby smash! He's so mad. And I, and I was talking to some dad in the, uh, in the, I don't know, the kids' park, and his, this dude's name is Thompson. So, right there. You know, he's not your average guy. And uh, so he's read a lot of baby books, this Thompson. And he was telling me that when the kids throw the tantrums, that uh, there's this one doctor who recommends mirroring their tantrum. Like, get down on their level and show them the same emotion back at them. Because he says when they're throwing a fit, that is, you know, all they all they see is red. They can't even hear you. They physically can't hear you anymore because their their brains can't take it. So you just have to get down. And I was thinking, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. The last thing in the world I'm going to do is throw myself on the floor and start pounding my fists into the hardwood, throwing a tantrum. That's what I said yesterday. And today, I did it. And it fucking worked. I uh, threw I threw a fit right back at him. And he started laughing, which was a bit of a dick move, to be honest. You're gonna, I'm not laughing at your tantrum. You're going to laugh at me? You're laughing at my pain? But it was hilarious because he was trying to keep his rage going. But he was finding my tantrum too funny. So he would go, ah, he, ah, he, but man, oh man, I see why you guys put your kids in daycare. Holy shit, right? I mean, uh, it really wouldn't have solved that problem anyway. Because it's bedtime. Anyhoosles, let's get on with the podcast. I was going to talk today about social media, guys. It's just, holy Christ, is everybody getting dumb. Including me. But I'm getting dumb for a different way. Or for a different reason, I should say. 
So, uh, where do I start with this? Let's start with Ariana Grande. Why not? That's Pete Davidson. Apparently, Pete Davidson's a thing now that has to be in my field of knowledge. Some bit player on Saturday Night Live. I'm sure he's a lovely man, and he's and he's funny. I, I'm sure. I've never met him. Haven't seen anything he's ever done. I've I've seen a sketch every now and again where he's a background character. I don't know who the fuck he is, but apparently he's engaged to that little. Um, she looks like a Barbie doll, sort of. That Ariana Grande lady. She was. She's I. I don't know. Like she's clearly very pretty. Let and I feel comfortable calling her pretty, but I don't feel comfortable calling her hot because she looks like she's ten. And I know she's an adult woman, and you're allowed to lust after adult women, but because she looks so young to me, and not just because I'm forty, like that. I honestly, if someone told me that's a twelve-year-old girl, I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, that makes sense. But, so I can't call her hot. I'm sorry. Now, I think she's she's talented. She seems to be able to dance a little bit. She can sing like the Dickens. And on Saturday Night Live, where she's met her uh, fiancé, I guess, she she was proving to be very funny. You know, she's got all kinds of, she can do different voices and different accents, and she can sing like other people. She does a hilarious Celine Dion, and as a Canadian, I can appreciate that. And uh, she does a funny Britney Spears. What I'm saying is I love her, guys, and I hate Pete Davidson. No, that is not. I actually don't give a shit at all about them being a thing, and, and that's my problem. I don't care, and yet it's everywhere. Now, I get it. You know, celebrity couples have always been something. But it's just, this one seems a bit different because it's like the Instagram generation. Like, I keeps, he keeps popping up in my Instagram feed somehow. There's Pete Davidson. And he's wearing, like, the, the emojis on his face from, from whatever the Instagram face things are. And it's annoying me. And then not only that. The world, of course, is asking, how did he get her? Oh, my God. Everybody wanted to bang that 12-year-old. How did he get her? And Because uh, he's a weird-looking dude. And so somebody coined the term. Uh, he's got big dick energy. There's a picture of him walking down the street, and he looks like he's confident in the picture, I guess. And so, so And then somebody wrote on Twitter, uh, clearly got the big dick energy, something like that. And it, it went viral. Now everybody's talking about big dick energy. And this is my point. All right. Obviously you get what that person who did the meme or whatever the fuck they're called. You get what they're saying. He's the reason he's got this, you know, unabashed confidence to go pick up that underage underwear model. Is because, you know, he's, he's got something at the core of his being which makes him confident, makes him go, hey, you know what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what happens because when it all comes down to it, check out old Johnny Longdick. So apparently this gives you some form of, uh, I, I don't know what. 
big dick energy. And now this phrase, of course, has permeated the entire public. And people are arguing about what big dick energy means. And they're saying, well, you don't have to be mad at big, big dick energy. And right, right away, I'm thinking, that can't be right. I'm pretty sure that's part of it. They're saying, no, Beyonce has big dick energy. The key, the key is the energy. That's the word. You know, a confidence and an energy. And, blah, blah, blah. and the thing is, I'm just like, like, I read a whole article about it. Not because I am interested in Pete Davidson and whether or not he has a big dick and whether or not big dick energy is a thing and who has it and who doesn't. I'm reading the article going, how is this an article? How am I reading this? There are people dedicating words to this thing. This debate. And I'm just like the social media. It is dumbing people down to a degree that I could not have predicted. I look, guys, I'm a cynic. All right. I I think as little of people as you possibly could. But even I didn't think that we'd go downhill so fast just because of fucking Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. A couple of goddamn platforms where you're supposed to be, you know, showing pictures of your food and talking to your cousins, you know, and and tweeting out like a, a joke that you thought of. You know? That's that's what this shit is for. I think. And all of a sudden, everybody's a brain-dead fucking lunatic. It's like, with the Facebook thing, when people, when, when people are talking about the Russia collusion and the, and, the, and the fact that Donald Trump got in and, and they're saying the Facebook is to blame, and then they were saying, oh, there's articles against Bernie Sanders as well, and then there was articles that were promoting Bernie Sanders to cause division between the, the Democrats and then and all this shit. And then people, they got mad at Facebook. They were saying, oh, there's all these false articles. Those articles weren't, weren't real. They weren't from real news sources. They were made up, and we were tricked. We were duped. Were ya? Were ya? You fucking idiot. Why did you think? Shit posted on Facebook was news. Why did you think that was going to be the truth? How stupid are you? It's like when people started suing McDonald's about 20 years ago. When, hey, I just had my ninth heart attack. And you know whose fault it is? It's McDonald's. I weigh 685 pounds. And nobody at McDonald's told me that the burgers were bad for me, so it's their fault. It's their fault. Look, I can, I can go to the Esso gas station and buy wiper fluid, and I can chug that wiper fluid, all right? Esso is not going to stop me, and they are also not responsible for me chugging that wiper fluid. And it is not their problem. They sell me some shit. I can do what I want, and now I get, I get it. You're saying it's different. You know, McDonald's is selling food. But the point is, even though that analogy now makes no sense, 
the point is, you know it's bad for you. And then you go eat it anyway, and then you get fat, and you get unhealthy, and then you say it's their fault. And Facebook is the same shit. All right? Same shit, different day. You get... You're reading a bunch of bullshit. You're reading a bunch of nonsense. You're lowering your IQ. You're, you're dissociating from the world. You're no longer interacting with people face to face. And then you're believing the shit that you're reading. And then you go and you say it's Zuckerberg's fault. Did I talk about this before? I feel like I did. Don't give a shit. It's a free podcast. It's Thursday. I got to get out of here in 30 minutes or less. People just getting stupid. Man, oh man. Now I'm, I'm stupid too. But for me, it is exactly the opposite reason. It's because I have tuned out. I can't take it. The one time I looked at my phone today, it was, I think I opened Instagram I was thinking about posting a picture, you know, trying to just brighten up the day, someone's day with, with, a, with a funny picture of mine showing up on their feed. Anyone who's kind enough to follow me. Here's a, here's a little funny joke I thought of. But instead, I get a Pete Davidson fucking picture that he posted with the Big Dick Energy article linked to it. So... Then I, like I said, I had, I went down that rabbit hole, had to click on it. That's the one thing I looked at today on social media. And then after I read that article and threw up in my mouth a little bit, I said, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. So I just turned it all off. And that's what's happening to me. I'm getting stupid in an entirely different way. I am no longer um, absorbing information because... I don't believe anything that I'm reading, and I shouldn't, on the social media sites anyway. And even in the news sites, everything is so fucking biased these days. You know, it's like, well, CNN said this, and Fox News said the exact opposite, so it's somewhere in the middle is the truth, I guess. You have to make up your own news. You have, you have to wa- watch both polar opposite newscasts and then make your own newscast in your brain where the truth is somewhere in between those two bullshits. I, I tell you, I get it. I understand how old people get racist. Hear me out. Just I feel the, the lack of information affecting me already. You know, when you're young, when you're, you're 15, 60, you don't give a shit. You know, it's just uh, what, what, what color shirt is Jenny going to wear? today oh, is it going to be the v-neck where i can sort of see down down her shirt a little bit see those boobs you know that's it that's all you're worried about if you're a dude anyway and if you're a girl i don't know you're worried about does that guy who's six years older than me who failed three times who smokes a pack of cigarettes a day is he gonna look at me I'm wearing my V-neck shirt so he can look down at... Oh, shit, Mark looked at it. I'm not... It's not for you. It's not for you. It's for Jamie. Jamie the bad boy. He's got half his head shaved and the other half is super long and, and full of excrement. 
He's so cool. So dreamy. Anyway, that's those are the girls. That's what they're thinking about when they're teenagers. And then you get into your 20s. You know, maybe you get some uh, secondary education. Maybe you're doing some college, soon some university. Then you start thinking, hey, university, this is as hard as it gets. And I, I just, I just passed this test. I just, I got a, an A or a B in this course. Look at me. I can compete on, on a real level. I can, I can know things that adults know because, I mean, this is as tough as it gets, right? University? You know, sure, there's PhDs and stuff like that, but I'm on my way. And then, so, then you start absorbing real information. And it's exciting. And that's, that's how you see all, like, all the kids at Woodstock and, and shit like that. And, and like at protesters and people going to change the world. This is the young energy, you know? The big dick energy of the kids. They, uh, because you're, you're learning all this shit. And you realize you're a participant in the world. And then, unfortunately, foolishly, you think you can do something about it. You think somehow your actions will lead to significant change. You are not right about that. But that is what you think. And it's very exciting. And then when you're in your 30s, you start uh, start realizing exactly what I just said, which is that no matter how passionate you are, no matter what's going on, things don't really ever change. And if they do change, it's because some goddamn company needed to make some more profit. You know, it's like, oh, well, there's, there's electric cars now. Yeah, because it became profitable. Nobody gave a shit. It wasn't the environment. It wasn't whatever. You know, it's like the fucking, I, I don't know how many times I brought this up on the podcast, but like the Vietnam War, the entire world was against it. The entire world, people were lighting themselves on fire in protest and nothing fucking changed until the U.S. ran out of money. They just ran out of money and bombs. That was it. That's why it stopped. And, you know, it's this shit. It's like, it's like the big Lebowski where uh, the... The, the big Lebowski says to uh, the dude, he's like, ah, face it, the hippies lost. And he's right. The hippies the, and the, the, the one percenters, the Occupy Wall Street shit, nothing ever changes. You know, it does, well, it does change, but it's only because it evolves and, uh, and somebody finds a way to make more money by doing it the other way. Now, I'm not saying don't fight the good fight. Stand up for what you believe in. You know, try to try to do your best as an individual. Because, but there's one of the reasons I've always said, the best thing you can do is use, use your purchasing power to sway people. You know? Like, it will, people buy cleaners now that don't give you cancer and shit because people demanded it. You know, so for me... You know, and people I know, we often, a lot, of, a lot of us are trying to eat less meat. You know, we're trying to do more environmentally friendly things like that. And, uh, and so, and, and now you, and you see that there is a, a shit ton of, you know, organic and, and vegan and all these restaurants and all this. Because there's, there's a demand for it. But that's the only reason it came about. People didn't. Just the world isn't gaining some kind of conscience. It's just that 
Because individuals say, I will spend my money on this product as opposed to that product, then companies go, hey, I'll take your money. Hey, what do you want, uh, some kind of fucking uh, fake turkey sandwich? Oh, I got, the, I got the best fake turkey sandwich. Here you go, you stupid vegan. Give me your goddamn money. So any hoozles, back to the point, is that um, you realize when you're in your 30s that no matter how much piss and vinegar you have, you're not really changing anything. And you start to get a little frustrated. And then when you hit about 40, which I am now, you're just so goddamn sick and tired of it. It's just the same old bullshit you know, and then and then things, then you start reading about this big dick energy shit, and then you you're just the the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, is tweeting like he's a fucking like an eleven year old girl in detention. Honest to God, love him or hate him, Trump. Go ahead. I I look. I'm, I try to be more down the middle these days, so I'm not saying. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to be a fucking, you know, left-wing elite crazy person. There's there's a guy right next to me right now when I'm recording this. How you doing, buddy? Get the fuck out of here. That's right. Keep on walking. I'm not trying to be some kind of left-wing nut job. You know, I don't... What I'm saying is... Who in the fuck thought the president of the United States would be tweeting like he he tweeted the other day about some some guy is out he's out maybe he should have been nicer to his president it's like what are you seriously and i know you're all like yeah mark we we know we we see it every day it's just it it blows my mind this so again i'm tuning out because I just, I can't take it anymore. And then, you start thinking to yourself, I'm just going to protect me and mine. You know what I mean? Well, just, I'll just try to create a nice little world. And I'll try, to, I'll try to push the bad news out of my peripheral. You know, and I'm comfortable. You know, things are, and you just see it. You get that insular feeling, you know. Let's just let's just build our own fort. We'll get an underground bunker. We don't. Nobody from the out, outside world getting in. And so you start thinking like that, you know, metaphorically. And so you're no longer you don't you don't know the news. You don't know the trends. You don't you don't understand the kids today. And so. When shit starts going down, then maybe some some silver-tongued orator comes by and says, do you know whose fault this is? The blacks. And you're like, wait a second, is it? Is it the blacks? I'm not saying I think that now. But I'm saying maybe when I'm 60, if this trend continues, I'll be fearful. Because that's, that's what happens with everything. You become fearful. And then all of a sudden... Something you don't understand pops up. Say ISIS or ISIL or whatever the fuck they call it. You know, let's say in, in 20 years when I'm 60 years old and then me and the wife, we're doing fine and we're comfortable. And we, we've got a cottage, got a cottage up north, you know, and we'll, 
like to visit the cottage every now and again in the summer. And, uh, the, you know, the boys, he's in university, he's doing really well. He's on the varsity team, you know. Shit like that. And then someone says, hey, do you know, there is a group of people, Scandinavians. There's a group of Scandinavians, and they all wear skeletons on their T-shirt. And do you know what they say? They say they want to kill everybody in Canada who owns a cottage. Did you know that? Yeah. What? Why, Mark? Because they hate freedom. They hate freedom and happiness. And you're like, oh, that can't be true. And then a bunch of other people go, no, it is. It is. That's one of the slogans. There's a skeleton on the front of their shirt, and on the back it says, we hate freedom and happiness. We're Scandinavians, and we're coming for you. Then I'm like, fuck these Scandinavians. Am I right? And then, you know, Celine Dion's granddaughter, she's running on that platform to become prime minister saying, I will personally murder every Scandinavian I see. I am going to turn their countries into fucking parking lots. And we're like, yeah! Yeah, because I live in a cottage and they're coming for me! I'm old and I'm scared! I'm not physically capable of taking care of myself or running! I'm old now! And I, listen, if you're out there and you're 60 or above I'm not necessarily saying you're old, you can't take care of yourself, and you can't run. I'm saying that's how I will be when I'm 60. I'm going to be fearful. I'm not, I'm not going to have digested any news in 20 to 25 years. And people are going to tell me someone's coming to get me. Obama is trying to kill your grandparents, that type of shit. And you'll be like, I, I don't. And like a no country for old men, you're like, maybe this is an evil I don't understand. You know, maybe I'm too old for this world. These goddamn Scandinavians are coming, and I don't know why I didn't do anything to them. So, what I'm saying is, the world is stupid. Now I'm stupid right along with it. Part of me Part of me wants to try, you know, to get involved. My wife keeps talking about moving. She's like, let's just move. Let's just, I don't know. I'm like, where are we going? We can't avoid any of this. You know what she says? She was like, the Ivory Coast. The Ivory Coast, where she grew up. It is a developing nation, in case you don't know. There's a great deal of poverty. Wars break out there all the time. And she is seriously proposing that we we move to a war-torn developing nation as opposed to live in North America. And you know what's the crazy part? Is I was thinking, I don't know, maybe if things get a little worse. And you hear that? And that's and it's probably and things aren't probably as bad as they sound. But I'm just being just inundated with this social media hate. And nonsense. And then I'm tuning out, so I'm only getting snippets of real information. Guys! I will say this. I'm getting in really, really happy about the photography. I, uh, I gotta... <laughs> just switching gears. Look, the podcast is almost over. We, we, we got it done. Alright? I screamed a lot. But we got it done. And, uh... But I want to end on a high note. I got a little gu- I got a little gimbal. I almost called it a gummy bear because that's what my wife calls them. Uh, I have 
my wife got me a gimbal for my Father's Day slash anniversary present. And uh, it's friggin' great. Because I, I love gadgets and I love cameras. And it stabilizes your footage is what it does. So um, once I figured out how to use it, I went outside, took some footage. It looks amazing. I have no idea what I'm going to use it for. I love using cameras, but I don't have a real purpose for using them that I can find. I, uh, I like making videos about shit. And I enjoy that. And, and, I, and I really like photography because something about photography that feels mature. You know, you can just, you can still have your fun. You can still get your toy and you go out into the woods and then you take a picture of something and you created something. You know, you captured a moment. You told a story with a picture. Then you can print it out and frame that shit, put it up on the wall. And people are like, hey, that's a nice fucking picture, buddy. And you're like, thank you very much. And they'll say, hey, did you hear about these Scandinavians? I'm like, you shut your mouth right now. We're looking at this picture in silence. So I like that. I, I like the idea. But again, I'm me. So I'm overwhelmed with the amount of information I'm trying to process as I'm trying to become uh, one of the world's greatest photographers. But here's a, uh, a benefit I didn't expect of the gimbal. It's, it's quite a large contraption, right? Like it's, it looks like a fishing pole that you stick your camera on and then the camera uh, just like wags around on the top of it. And uh, I thought, man, oh man, as much as I want to use this, am I really ever going to use it? Because I'm an awkward person. You know, I feel awkward when people see me do stuff, you know, and there is something a bit weird about being out in the world, you know, with a video camera and just getting footage of stuff and everybody's looking at you kind of funny. But the weirdest thing happened is because the contraption is so big, uh, the opposite occurred. People were smiling. They were interested. They were saying, hey, what you got there? Oh, what is that thing? And... Here's the craziest part. Long-time listeners of the podcast, you know how much I hate my upstairs neighbors. I live in an apartment building, and these fucking people are the bane of my existence. They have just done so much shit that has made me want to move so often, but I can't move because we're fucking stuck here because we're in a giant housing bubble. I'll save that for the next podcast. But... I'm in the elevator, and I have my gimbal set up. First time ever. Swear to God, first time. I get in the elevator. I'm looking at it. i uh, just about to go outside to shoot my first ever footage, and my enemy, my upstairs neighbor, the lady, she gets on the elevator, and she gets on with her dad. I think it's her dad, an old guy who looks like her. So... He says that old dad, he doesn't know we're mortal enemies. He doesn't know we're about to fight to the death. So he just politely says, uh, hi. And I say, hey, because I'm, I'm a nice guy. Hey, this guy didn't do anything to me. And then she kind of does a hi, as if to say, well, I guess we're saying hi now, even though we hate each other. And you know what I do? I say, you know what, fucking Olive Branch accepted. Hi. How are you? And then she says, what do you got there? I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a gimbal for the... She goes, oh, you do the YouTubes? And I was like, yeah, I sort of do the YouTubes. 
And uh, I said, I'm a comedian, so sometimes I, I, I tape some stuff. She goes, oh, that's great. She goes, where did you get it? On eBay? And I said, on Amazon. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the old man, he goes, it looks very professional. And I, I don't know where they're from. I'm just, I'm doing a, a random accent. He said, it looks very professional. And I said, thank you, you old fucking bastard. And then I go out into the street and I get more of that shit. So it's weird. It's like if I had just gone out with my camera, people are kind of looking at me like I'm a pervert. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Are you secretly taping my tits? You shouldn't be taping my tits. My dick is right here. Right? But when you got this big-ass rig, people assume you're up to something, like, creative. And they're, like, just asking questions. People seem to be just, you know. Anyway, as for you people out there who, who are afraid to take your gadgets out, I'm just saying that maybe go big. When you go big, people kind of think you know what you're doing, so they don't really, they don't look at you funny. Very exciting. I love doing all that shit. Like I said, I don't know where it's headed, but I feel like it's headed somewhere good. You know? Sure, maybe I could use these things, these tools, to make the world a better place. Go capture footage of of wrongs being done so I I could right these wrongs. But guys, I've given up. I'm 40. I'm just going to tape silly things and have a nice life. And be very afraid of people as I age. That's it. We're done. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go up and see if that baby is still screaming. Hopefully, he has tired himself out and has gone to bed. I'll talk to you again on uh, Monday. And, uh, you know, until then, guys, be a tool of creation. Go out there. Be a creative tool. I said shut up. And good night.